Hubhopper Originals Hi guys welcome to a brand new episode of Real Talk I'm Seema from Mumbai just kidding I know you already know what this episode is about because the title would have given it away but I'm so so excited to do this I haven't really done anything like that like review a particular show or talk about uh, something in the media but I also think genuinely that there has been nothing like indian matchmaking um in recent times i'm talking about the show on netflix indian matchmaking um for those of you who, ha- who haven't watched it what are you doing like don't live under a rock like you have to watch the show even if the uh, topic doesn't interest you um it's just the way it's made it's supposedly a docu series so these are um you know real people it's not uh, staged etc and it's all about this matchmaker from mumbai uh, seema taparia now i i feel like i need to give a lot of disclaimers because i don't want this uh, episode to be considered as uh, you know defamation or like i'm trying to purposely bitch about certain people uh, oh i just said bitch which reminds me i haven't given you my usual disclaimer in the longest time uh, i give galis on this podcast it's just how i talk i don't particularly uh, try to do it or i don't even avoid it i just talk how i talk um so yeah <laughs> coming back to this show uh i just think there have been like polarizing views on this show by that i mean like nobody can watch it and have no opinion like either you love it you think it's hilarious you think it's the funniest thing you've seen in a long time which i think i think that's more what i'm leaning toward or you're like really pissed because it kind of substantiate certain stereotypes about india about indians about marriages about um you know just the whole process of an arranged marriage so i think it's really pissing off for a lot of people i also think it's very triggering for a lot of people because people who've been through this process um they're just really irked by the show they don't want um they don't want to normalize this process if you know what i mean like they just want to call it out and say this is bullshit i've been through it it sucks and i'll be very honest i can laugh at it maybe because i haven't been through that i mean you guys know my love story i've spoken about it enough times um but for anybody who's new to my podcast i am married i have been married for 5 years now and um i've been with my now husband for like well too many years like maybe 14 years yeah so um so the truth is that i never got into this whole matchmaking business i don't know much about it but of course being somebody who has a lot of uh, friends uh, if i may call it that am i sounding like uh, seema aunty by saying oh you know i know so many people but <laughs> i don't mean it that way i just mean like i know a lot of i have a lot of friends and i've seen them through some of them go through this process i've heard the horror stories i'm also somebody who's culturally very curious so i like to like stay in the know and uh, yeah i know i know it gets really difficult it can get really challenging if you are in the marriage market as they call it in india but i think um i think that this show on one hand like this is a personal opinion of mine i don't think that it's it's trying to like create stereotypes i think it's just holding up a mirror to society ki ye to stereotypes hai hi it's not like created for the show or something like i think that 
it is true like this one thing keeps coming up okay in the show like uh, the girl should be slim trim and tall and uh, that's fucking pissing off uh, you know i mean everything that women achieve and this is exactly what we're worth in it when it comes to marriage just just our bodies or just our complexions um it's disgusting but having said that uh, you've got to admit ki this is how a certain percentage of the country still thinks so they're not making it up for the show if you know what i mean and i think that if anything if anything we should take what we should take from it is the fact that we should call it out which we are doing through memes and jokes and just so much discussion um and we should look at how absurd it is before agreeing to do stupid things no i know that's coming from a place of privilege so you can call me out i will give you that that not everything i say is uh, you know sacrosanct here not everything i say is going to make sense to you but we can have a discussion later as of now this has been a super long introduction all that to say um welcome welcome uh, to this podcast we must discuss indian matchmaking you know i had promised myself that i'll keep this episode short because nobody wants to hear a ramayan kind of podcast on just indian matchmaking but i can already tell uh, that's going to be a challenge so let me quickly start talking let me tell you about my the moments that on the show that i found the funniest like the three funniest moments according to me on indian matchmaking so the first one is when seema auntie or should i call her seema mami anyway seema auntie looks at a picture of aparna's dogs and calls them cats it just kills me i don't know why i have seen that more than one time yes you can judge me but it was so funny tell me you found that funny as well the second one has to do with pradyuman actually pradyuman had many moments that cracked me up i think the first one is the nitrogen makhanas or whatever the hell fox nuts that he's serving um seema auntie and his parents just something about that scene was so absurd it was hilarious or maybe even his uh, did you see his wardrobe the 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 handle of the um room or whatever the it had his photo on it like i'm stumbling here like i don't even know how to say this like it's so funny like it, it's just very random and just to think that it's true just kills everything i think with him i've had like i've also laughed a lot when he spoke about the uh, clothes for the bhagwan i don't know why i know this is something i shouldn't laugh at uh because whatever it has to do with god etc but it just killed me and then lastly the conversation that he had with that girl asking her what kind of animals she likes like mammals etc it was just such a bad conversation that it just i'm sorry the second place in this uh you know list of 3 has to be just pradyuman moments i can't pick one and the third and this is not because it's funny it's really mean that she did this uh it would have to be like aparna's mom randomly calling shrini a loser like it was just so i just i was stumped i was like did she just say that did i imagine it but it was so funny because it's because it caught me off guard okay it was funny because of that that apart of course uh, seema aunty is just funny throughout the show because just every time she says you know i'm and it's funny because like she's trying to give you her version of events okay so they'll show a scene and then they'll show her talking 
and her version of events is like yeah yeah, yeah then this happened then i introduced her to this one because she's uh, very uh, you know she's not flexible or she doesn't want to compromise she doesn't want to adjust and then she just says it's difficult it's it's very difficult and just that whole format cracked me up by the end of it like i was dying i know if you watch this you're going to you're going to get it by the way isn't seema aunty the kind of aunty we've all met at some point or the other like i to feel i know her which is possible because she is uh, an aunty from mumbai <laughs> but like i just feel like i've met her i've seen those same mannerisms the same characteristics the same way of talking i feel like i've seen that in so many people I don't know do you agree or am I just hanging out with the wrong kind of aunties you can let me know now my favorite character from the show and now I'm t- I'm talking to you like a few days after I've watched it in fact I'm kind of watching it again because my mom is watching it this time round so I I'm not watching it properly but aise background mein chalta hai types um I think since a few days have passed I can now tell you what I feel uh, about this my favorite character would have to be Aparna she's just so deliciously unapologetic it is amazing i feel um you know if there's a spectrum okay of women depicted on the show and if i had to figure where i fall on that spectrum i think if one end is aparna that is a uh, headstrong uh, aparna who doesn't adjust or compromise <laughs> who loves travel but this is men who travel um I think I'm more towards her on the spectrum rather than on the other end I would put like a Radhika whose roka happened to Akshay which by the way what was that girl thinking but um yeah I mean if this is the spectrum of women I'm definitely more towards Aparna's end not to say that she doesn't have flaws and not to say I mean I just feel like I'm a kinder version of her like I wouldn't cut a guy short um on a date or I wouldn't roll my eyes or make him feel like he's talking shit um but just how self aware she is how she talks about how she always wanted to be a lawyer and then she also claims she hates what she does just how she um says like i don't care about being rejected like i don't care if he likes me i like me i mean i feel like she's goals and she's being painted as such a villain that i'm like you know what more of us would be happier in life if we were like aparna I don't know tell me what you think I know a lot of people don't like her so probably you're not going to agree at all but I have to give a special shout out I like how I'm acting like the film fair awards matlab maine do award de diye and now I'm like lekin critics award goes to someone else but seriously two characters I really liked on the show I mean two people sorry they're real people they're not characters two people I really liked on the show were Nadia I thought she was so amazing and I hate that douchebag Vinay for like leaving her like what the fuck was that about um i wonder if she actually ended up with that other guy she met later um so nadia i thought was pretty like sensible level headed nice fun good looking everything just everything rolled into one right um and i also thought vyasar was really nice just such a nice guy such a good energy um really simple guy has a has had a difficult childhood but um you know i thought it was a great message about people with difficult childhoods can also turn out to be amazing and nice and kind and they don't really have to follow that same pattern so yeah i mean genuinely from my heart i i wish 
Nadia and Vyasa kind of find love with respective people or with each other, whatever, not judging. But yeah, this was my little award ceremony. Thank you for attending. Um, I hope that I hope you kind of agree, but we can uh, you can let me know your your choices also. We can totally discuss that. For my least favorite character, sorry, person. Why do I keep saying character? Correct me, somebody. Anyway, my least favorite person would have to be Preeti Auntie. Oh my God, that woman makes my skin crawl. And you know the worst thing, and I hate to say this, I feel like again this person very much exists, and this breed of aunties is actually very typically desi. By the way, it's raining while I'm recording this, so if you can hear the pitter patter in the background, just forgive me. That's what living in Bombay is like right now. So, um, ab iska mein kuch editing nahi kar sakte. Just deal with it. But yeah, back to Preeti auntie. Maybe the heavens are also crying. They're just like Preeti, Preeti, Preeti. Kya hai ye Preeti auntie? I'm talking about Akshay's mom, by the way. Why does her BP go up just because her son is 25? And I cannot believe. That she actually said at the dinner table to her elder um, son and daughter-in-law that they will plan a child after Akshay's wedding, and that's what she has decided. मतलब now she will also she will decide this also. She will decide when they have uh, sex and when they want to procreate. I just can't with her. And what is with the obsession of getting your son married? He clearly doesn't have a brain, a spine, no personality. Just because you sent him abroad to study doesn't mean your work is done. Like he doesn't have any idea what he's looking for. He can't have a sida conversation. Like I'm sorry, Akshay, but you got a lot of work to do. So, um, Preeti auntie sucks. I would just I don't know what I would do. Like I'm sorry, I would just give her give her a gali to her face. And I know that's the least respectful thing to say. But I just have no patience for such people because um, I mean this is just uh, just the weirdest form of patriarchy at play, na? Also, can you please, please discuss with me how she had already bought her bahu's wardrobe and jewels and kept? मतलब a girl is what? Just a mannequin, just a hanger. She's just going to come and like your choice and like everything you've bought. I'm sorry, I don't think that's discussed enough. Please, let's discuss it once you're done uh, listening to this podcast. But ah, uh, Preeti Aunty is the worst. And I think second place in this category would have to go to uh, matchmaker Geeta Aunty. Who spoke so well that you would think she comes up with something really sensible, but she goes and tells Ankita some crap about um, how it is important uh, for the girl to be more adjusting and more flexible. I'm sorry, I'm not getting the words right because it doesn't matter what the fuck she said. It just matters that she had very um, archaic views, and basically Ankita answered well, wherein she basically said. You know, yeah, but there's an I also in we. So I need to see at that point. I'm not just going to leave everything and run behind the guy. So um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm cancelling uh, Geeta auntie. Like, if any of you are in the matchmaking market, please don't go to people like her who are still peddling this ridiculous view that it's it's the woman who has to compromise more. See, in general, of course. I'm not going. To, oh, it's thundering also now. Thank you very much for these background uh, effects, universe, for making this uh, conversation more juicy and for um, you know giving us more context. But uh, yeah, I was saying that, like, of course, 
it goes without saying that you can't be as rigid and like you have to adapt to life and the situations and your partner and i i'll get to what i feel about the genuine marriage aspect of this but um, if you go back and you watch what uh, geeta aunty was saying you'll uh, you'll cringe i promise you that so one thing i have an issue with which i don't know how many of you are going to agree with but this one line kept coming up in the show and no it wasn't the the, the you know the one everyone's talking about which is about adjustment and compromise or slim tall and fair it was actually something else that i can't let go of which is um in india you marry the family i know where this is coming from but if you want my personal advice now we come to the part of the podcast which is kind of like how my other episodes are right which is real talk which is my perspective um i want to tell you that we've got to let go of this mindset because it doesn't really serve our purpose anymore and i'll explain why okay i feel like for young urban working couples where you know the husband and the wife are both working earning contributing to you know the lives that they want to build i think that it has become mo- less and less important to please the family and that's how it should be okay because as you can tell from examples on the show for example uh, you know uh, what was his name ha preeti aunty and uh, also in a way aparna's mom or also that um, sardarni girl in the end her dad i mean they they've shown what parents think and how they think and how they will never get out of that whole ladki ko to adjust karna hi padta hai wala mentality they will never get out of the whole daza ka you know do a cast cast match and uh, you know level match and how much is he owning and how much is she owning basically jo wo age old match making ka wo tha that is coming from that generation what do we want we don't want to feel um you know like we belong to some uh, rais khandan we want freedom we want independence we already own so what we want is a, an equal a match which is why i think it i think personally from personal experience i can tell you this that like it shouldn't matter at the end of the day um you know that the family is exactly on board for the for the match or that they should love uh, you or that they should you know want to um, get to know you so well or whatever because ultimately they are going to come from a very different perspective and as young couples i think everyone should just aim for like finding love finding who they can share the rest of their lives with and settling with that person and i feel like things like caste color money these are not things that we give that much importance to anymore please tell me what you think i know that for some people this is something that they wouldn't go ahead and do because they don't want to upset their family members but i feel like <laughs> this is a horrible thing to say but you don't want to be a a person like akshay who just doesn't know anything and he just knows that he wants a girl like his mom right i mean don't you want your own say in this don't you want your own um you know like 
your own opinion as to who you should be for the re- be with for the rest of your life and who you should be for the rest of your life i mean the whole compromise and adjustment bit why does it come in it comes in because you're trying to please families altogether you know and i know i get it it's matchmaking so it's through some it's it's not love marriage it's arranged marriage at the end of the day but here's the thing i don't think arranged marriage as a concept sucks i mean har ek ko kisi na kisi se milna and someone's going to introduce you right like whether it's a friend or whether it's a parent or whether it's a cousin or whether it's a sibling how does it matter so no i don't think it's the worst idea to go in for like the the great indian matchmaking but to try and please people when you are already a fully formed adult is always going to be a challenge and i don't know i mean i i think that uh, i can speak from like my perspective and and of course like as i have friends i can speak from our perspectives <coughs> excuse me i just feel like at the end of the day if we've studied so much done so much mehnat to you know become who we have in our careers in our lives become independent have all these you know really forward thinking um, have this forward thinking mindset then i don't think it's going to match very well um with the guy's family always i mean yeah if you're lucky it will and if you're lucky there will be a great synergy but what if there isn't are you telling me that you're going to just not want companionship just because you know the family expects xyz so this is for both guys and for i mean sorry this is for guys and girls both i mean shouldn't it be about two individuals and i know this is a western concept but what i'm trying to point out here is that maybe it's time to move towards a a little more western concept when it comes to choosing a life partner see i'm i'm the most desi person you will find in terms of i think at the drop of a hat nazar lagti hai i love indian traditions i love indian clothes you know you can choose what aspects of desi culture you want to take also na matlab uh, if it's like i i i don't think you need to compromise in what you eat how you dress what you uh, you know the language you speak i i think my hindi is great and like you know there are very very desi things about me that i think that i would never want to let go of but at the same time i don't think that comes into certain life choices and this is how i look at life i'm not trying to tell you you're wrong maybe you're conditioned in a certain way but for anybody listening to this who is single and who really wants to find somebody who wants companionship maybe think about it this way na maybe you just need to find the guy forget the rest you know if you find the one and trust me you won't need to be as flexible as they claim and you won't need to adjust and compromise which have become dirty words in this process you will find someone suited for you you melanin enriched queen you know you don't have to be fair and apparently below 53 is not counted so that's ridiculous um what i'm trying to say is it doesn't really matter how you look you will find the person if you stay true to who you are and they may not come with that perfect pretty packaged bow you know it may not be like from a raichand parivar but you also know what happened in ketri ji like amitabh basically told sharuk to get lost cuz he wanted to marry somebody of his own choice so that is a very big reality of indian culture yeah like i'm sorry i got to call it out why are we all accepting this line 
just blindly that in India you marry the family. I mean, that's why so many people are screwed. And in the words of Seema auntie, that's why marriages in India are breaking like biscuits. Don't you think? Um, I don't know. I know this could be a polarizing uh, topic. So I would love to discuss it with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I've gone on and on. I love the show. I find the memes super entertaining. If you follow me on Instagram, uh, which by the way you should, it's at Real Girl Co. I've been sharing a lot of these memes and they've kept me so entertained. Now I'm going to tell you a really a really oh my god that came out like a gali it wasn't supposed to be one a really juicy tidbit is what i was gonna say and that is this and let's end this podcast with this juicy tidbit okay so you know the astrologer or face reader that they showed um on the show i think they called him janardhan i have personally been to him this was this is so insane. I saw him on the show and I wasn't sure because this was so long ago and I couldn't remember. So I waited a couple of days. I've not told anybody this. I'm straight, straight saying it on the podcast. Um, and I I couldn't. Re- I was like, how do I verify now if I've seen, if I've been to him? I think it was a decade ago, right? And I was like, I don't know how to do this. And then I realized one minute I didn't go alone. I went with a friend. So I checked with her and she's like, oh, fuck. Yes, we have been to him. We knew him from a different name. So I don't know whether we are getting the name wrong or whether he's used a pseudonym on the show. I'm not really sure about that. But let me tell you this and it's going to blow your mind. I think at that point, just how Seema auntie showed him pictures of people, I showed him a picture of Karan and I asked him about our future. And let me tell you, he said that we have no future. So that is something you now take away what you please from it because I am very happily married and very much in love and I've been with the same person for 14 years. So um, yeah, that is all. It, it, I can just leave you with this sweet little tidbit and tell you that that's how much with a pinch of salt that you should take these things you know i mean come on we're cultured we're educated we know so much better than our parents and grandparents in terms of um we know what we want from life and we have ambition and we shouldn't feel bad about that and no astrologer can tell you how you want to live life i went ahead and married whoever i wanted to and i hope um that that is something you take away from this whole podcast that as much as we can love the show we can hate it we can berate it truth is it's still for entertainment and when it comes to your own life please make prudent decisions make sensible decisions take what you need to from the show chuck the rest you do not need to be a doormat in this country to get married you do not need to be flexible you don't need to change um i mean yes you will be flexible when the right person comes along and it will not seem like a compromise so that's my little uh, podcast on Indian matchmaking. As you can imagine, I am dying to discuss this with you. So please, please, please hop on to Instagram, come to DMs um, and let's talk about it. It's at Real Girl Co on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I'm waiting to hear from you. Till then, uh, lots of love. I'll see you in an episode soon. Take care. Bye. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया 
अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट